Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 16 of my Crisis to Opportunity podcast. In this final episode in which I'm exploring how values can act as the foundation for a positive response to a crisis, the focus of today's podcast is aimless to GPS. While knowing where you want to go, that's your North Star, when a crisis hits, is essential to overcoming the crisis, simply knowing where you want to go isn't enough. Of course, you could drive around aimlessly in the hopes of miraculously arriving at your desired destination. At best, it would take you a long time to get where you want to go. At worst, you would never get there at all. Back in the day, if you wanted to drive somewhere, you would get out a road map, figure out north, south, east, and west, make a list of directions, and attempt to decipher the ensuing lefts, rights, and straights required to arrive safely at your destination. These days, with technology such as GPS, Google Maps, and Waze, you just type in or speak the address where you want to travel, and these navigation tools guide you turn by turn to your journey's end. Although there are no precise directions for plotting a course through a crisis, you can create a roadmap that points you in the general direction of your North Star, allowing you to begin your trip. Then, as you get closer and your destination becomes more clear, you can gradually develop more detailed instructions that will provide you with the most direct route to the successful resolution of the crisis. From Carl Jung, the founder of analytical psychology, your vision will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Without, everything seems discordant. Only within does it coalesce into unity. When a crisis strikes, not only do you feel lost, but you can also feel confused and paralyzed about what to do next. Unfortunately, this state of shock can cause your amygdala to take charge and trigger your most base instincts, emotions, and reactions. In this case, as the saying goes, you would be running around like a chicken with its head cut off due to the complexity of crises these days. You would be moving, but without clear purpose or direction. Even worse, the more you wander without a clear direction to overcome the crisis, the more disoriented and lost you will become, and the less confident you will be that the crisis can be resolved. When I talk about having a roadmap for arriving at the destination of a conclusion to a crisis, I don't mean a step-by-step plan detailing specific actions that you will take to resolve the crisis. That aspect of the response will be discussed later. Instead, I'm talking about having clarity on what values you will need to set you on the initial psychological and emotional road to surmounting the crisis. So this discussion leads us to a final question. What values do you need to turn a crisis mentality into an opportunity psychology so you can positively respond to a crisis? In a previous episode, I provided lengthy lists of values that can either hurt or support your efforts. I encourage you to review the two lists, identify the values that you possess that may interfere or help with a crisis, and make note of those that you want to develop for a constructive response to a crisis. As an alternative, you may not have time to do such an exhaustive analysis, or you may need help with how to start. As such, I've landed on several values as most central to helping most people navigate most crises. First value is resilience, which I define as an ability to recover from a misfortune. Resilience lays the foundation for a value-driven approach to resolving crises. If you start from the position of, I'm capable of dealing with whatever this crisis throws at me, you establish a hopeful and optimistic tone for the crisis. Rather than focusing on the many negative aspects of the crisis, this approach enables you to view the crisis with a positive, can-do attitude. 
Crises have a way of intensely and continually trying to beat you down. As such, resolve, that is firmness of purpose or intent, is an absolutely essential value to have when a crisis knocks you down. In response to each setback, you must have the resolve to keep getting up and going forward, even when the going gets tough. From a Japanese proverb, fall seven times, stand up eight. Crises are also scary experiences that threaten many aspects of your life. If you succumb to the resulting fear, the crisis will certainly overwhelm you. As a consequence, courage, which I define as the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, and pain, is another value that is indispensable in the face of a crisis. Courage enables you to confront the crisis head-on and stand up to the threats, risks, and challenges that you will inevitably face. As I mentioned in a previous episode, when confronted by a crisis, our tendency is to fall back on old and deeply ingrained ways of thinking, feeling, and acting. Unfortunately, because crises often present new and different problems, those old ways simply won't work. As a result, another key value is adaptability, which I define as the ability to adjust to oneself readily to different conditions. This value enables you to be agile in your approach to the crisis and to adjust to the ever-changing landscape that a crisis often presents. Also, as I mentioned earlier, crises can cause you to want to isolate yourself from the world in the mistaken belief that the crisis will just go away. Regrettably, this distancing does more to hurt than help in a crisis. In contrast, connection, having supportive relationships with others, not isolation, actually provides vital benefits to help you navigate the crisis, such as emotional support, information, and additional resources. Adopting and applying these values to your life before a crisis would certainly help you leverage them fully when a crisis strikes. Ideally, they would be deeply entrenched in your life and as a result, be readily available. At the same time, when life is rolling along smoothly, this little incentive or sense of urgency to adopt values for future unknown and perhaps even unlikely crises. Yet, it is still possible to embrace these useful values when a crisis arises and still gain their benefits. First, presuming you've completed the above values exercise from a previous episode, you want to remember these values and bring them to the fore shortly after a crisis hits. This engagement involves consciously identifying them, understanding what they mean, and recognizing the benefits that these values offer to your response to the crisis. It also means looking for immediate ways to incorporate these values into your initial reaction to the crisis. When you use your values as your GPS early in your journey through a crisis, you set yourself on the road to a positive response. At a neurological level, you make it easier to bypass your amygdala and engage your cerebral cortex because the values and the accompanying evolved brain activity are readily available to you. At a psychological level, you feel empowered to embrace an opportunity psychology in which these values become your default guides for your thoughts, emotions, and actions. The result is that you quickly begin your journey on a road of your own choosing toward your North Star. From the author Dr. Seuss, you have brains in your head, you have feet in your shoes, you can steer yourself in any direction you choose. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 16 of my Crisis to Opportunity podcast. And be on the lookout for episode 17 
in the near future.